Take a deep breath and remember there's a power breathing you. This is your space of sanity in an evolving world where we learn about spiritual law and how to apply it to our lives in a way that is practical and life-changing. This is where we remember truth to make the world a better place one person at a time. I'm Claire Lotier, inspirational speaker, teacher of the technology of transformation, and a certified life mastery consultant and spiritual coach. Welcome to the Grace Space. Last week, we completed a series of podcasts called The Gifts of Grace, where we looked at the truly amazing higher mental faculties we've all been given, and that we never had to do anything to deserve. These are spiritual gifts given to us by the grace of the Creator, and their purpose is to help us communicate with the infinite intelligence that we are. Did you know that your mind is the same as the universal mind? Actually, there's only one mind, though there are billions of brains. Your mind and the mind of Einstein are the same mind. In fact, there is no one individual having more power or more knowledge or access to greater resources than you, because all of us are connected to the same, the one, universal mind. If you have a hard time really accepting that we're individual extensions of a universal mind that knows all things, you're not alone. Most people have no idea who they really are. Most people are walking around half asleep, completely ignorant of the infinite reservoir of spiritual power they have access to, completely ignorant of the infinite potential within them, completely ignorant of the magnificence and nobility of their being. There's only one real problem in this world, and the Buddha said it well, ignorance. And all that you will ever require for fulfillment in life is awareness. Human beings are the highest form of creation. Now, I can hear some of you protesting, if human beings are the highest form of creation, how come we're making such a mess of things? How can we commit so many terrible acts? Why are we destroying the planet? I know, I know. Nevertheless, we are the highest form of creation, at least on this planet. It's in part because we have faculties that no other being on the planet has, the ability to be conscious of ourselves, to generate original ideas, and above all, the gift of free will, that we go off the rails, because we get to go off the rails. My mentor, Bob Proctor, says that humans are the only creatures who are completely disoriented in their environment. And I just think this is a marvelous way of looking at it. So all other animals are at home in their environments and they blend in. Whereas we humans are disoriented in ours and helpless at birth. This is because we've been given the divine capacity to create our own environment with our minds. We're made in the image of God. So we have this divine creative capacity, which is literally infinite. There's no end to what we can create and accomplish. We can attain greater and greater heights of achievement and awareness to infinity and beyond. If only we could see and feel the truth of who we are. 
One thing I enjoy doing when I'm people watching is to imagine each person as an illuminated being of the source walking around in the flesh. Now that's actually the truth, and I like to remind myself of it. This is something I often do when I'm in airports for some reason. When I take that perspective, the people I'm observing look so beautiful and so innocent, unaware as they are of the glory of their being, believing themselves to be ordinary, caught up in the mundane. It's a paradox of being human that, on the one hand, we are ordinary and mortal, and on the other hand, we're divine and eternal, both at the same time. It's extraordinary. Our spiritual DNA is perfect, and we already are the divine perfection. This is a truth that nothing can change. Even if we never fulfill our potential, even if we lead lives that take us away from the light that we are, we remain incorruptible in spirit. And we're always held in an embrace of unconditional love that is so deep, so profound, as to be unfathomable. If you've ever felt the love that spirit has for you, you break down and cry. Remembering that we are godlike beings, and Jesus said, Know ye not that ye are gods? Why do so many of us lead lives of frustration? Why do we feel so limited? Why, despite our best intentions, do we live small? The answer in one word is paradigms. I wanted to take the time to talk about this with you so you get a clearer idea on exactly what a paradigm is and the degree to which it's affecting you right now. Everything comes down to paradigms, so it's among our most important conversations here in the grace space. Your paradigm is your operating system. It's the software that's running you. It's a collection of programs that operate in your subconscious mind and have almost exclusive control of your habitual behavior. And the thing is, most of our behavior is habitual. The paradigm is part genetic inheritance and part environmental conditioning. So we inherit it from our parents, grandparents, great-grandparents, and so on, and it's also formed by the conditions of our upbringing, where we were born and grew up, our family environment, the intellectual and emotional milieu of our family, the language or languages we speak, the religious upbringing or lack thereof, social position, racial heritage, geography, weather, education, cultural influences, national identity, the list goes on. All of these factors influence the way we see the world, our perspective, our perception of, us, of ourselves, uh, our perception of other people, and life in general. So we each have a personal paradigm, but paradigms also operate on the larger scale as mass paradigms, mass belief systems. For example, quite a while back, there was a mass belief that the Earth was the center of the galaxy and that everything was rotating around it. And the idea of a heliocentric universe was something that you could be put to death for if you espoused it. There was a belief on a mass level that women were inferior to men, that slavery was acceptable. So mass paradigms reflect the level of consciousness or awareness of the average person at any given period in history. The paradigm of an age or era is defined by certain characteristics and values that are explicitly or implicitly expressed through the consciousness of the average person, as well as the group consciousness of the world during a certain period of human history. 
In the science of kundalini yoga, we refer to the Piscean paradigm, which dominated human consciousness during the astrological age of Pisces, and the Aquarian paradigm, which is the emerging consciousness of today. The Aquarian age actually officially began in 2012. Up until then, we were in the Piscean age. So looking at the difference between these two paradigms will illuminate for you why our world is experiencing growing pains at this time. Think about this. Characteristics of the Piscean paradigm were strategy, competition, linearity, war, criticism, jealousy, suspicion, wariness, narrowness of spirit, fear, order, attachment to tradition, consumerism, power. Whereas characteristics of the new Aquarian paradigm are mobility, the world getting smaller, trust, cooperation, co-creation, awareness, abundance of ways and means opening up, joy in living, autonomy with a risk of isolation, courage, intelligence, and love. Does that make the Aquarian age better than the Piscean age? No. Remember, circumstances are neutral. Humanity moves through evolutionary cycles of consciousness, and all paradigms are useful for our growth over long cycles of time. When you really think about this, it's easier to understand why there's so much conflict today. One paradigm has ended, and another is in place, but not everyone's consciousness changes at the same rate. There are many people who are more comfortable in the old paradigm and resisting the new. And there are also many people whose consciousness is more aligned with the new paradigm, but they're still judging the old and, and those who espouse it. So understand that your own personal paradigm of operation is within a larger paradigm, which is itself inside a global human paradigm, so wheels within wheels. However, the only way to have an effect on the global paradigm is to start with your own personal paradigm. So let's come back to that. It's important to understand that our paradigms were installed by others, installed by the time that we were seven years old. Now, up until about the age of seven, the child's brain is operating primarily in a brainwave state similar to that of hypnosis, basically the alpha and theta brainwave states. These are states of high susceptibility and suggestibility. So a child essentially has no ability to reject information or influences. It simply absorbs everything and accepts it. This is the way the subconscious mind operates. It's like the earth. You can plant any seed in the earth and the earth will grow it. It doesn't discriminate. It doesn't judge. It simply accepts it. Because of this capacity to learn and absorb everything, 99% of babies, that's 99% of you and me, operate at a genius capacity during the first 18 months of life. By the time we're five, only 22% of us are still operating at our genius capacity. By the time we're 20, only 2% of us are still operating at a genius capacity. What happens to us? The shutting down of our capacities, the distancing of ourselves from our genius self, happens through the learned voice of internal judgment. We begin to doubt ourselves. We begin to question ourselves. We begin to look into other people's eyes for who we are, for identity, for approval, for permission. What's really happening is the paradigm is taking over. 
Along with all the phenomenal things that we learn effortlessly as babies, how to walk, how to talk, names, shapes, colors, numbers, developing our cognitive capacities as we navigate the complexity of the physical world, we're also learning about limitation. We're absorbing the mindset and attitudes of those around us for better and for worse. For example, whatever the attitudes were about money in your family of origin, you most likely have inherited Whatever the attitudes were about work, about food, about health, about sex, you most likely have inherited. We grow up thinking our thoughts are original, that we're thinking and choosing for ourselves. We're not. Most of our behaviors are habitual rather than creative, and even our creativity is inside the box of our paradigm. That means we're operating on habitual release from the subconscious mind most of the time. We're not thinking and choosing for ourselves. Our paradigm is choosing for us. It's governing our lives. Most of us are not living our own lives. We're living a life that other people have installed for us. If there's one thing you take away from this episode today, let it be a new awareness about the degree to which your particular paradigm is in control of your life. Start to pay attention to this. Here are some of the areas of life that your paradigm has enormous influence over. First of all, your perception. Your perception, how you see things, is determined by your paradigm. Your creativity, as I mentioned just a moment ago, determined by your paradigm. Your paradigm has enormous influence over your use of time, your productivity, and your effectiveness. It affects your logic. It affects your ability to earn. Most of your thoughts are a product of your paradigm. So you see, the paradigm affects your overall vibration. Anything that is impressed upon the subconscious mind must be expressed on the level of form. This is the law. Your paradigm resides in your subconscious mind and is expressed on the level of form as your vibration via your central nervous system, your brain and spinal cord. If your paradigm includes limiting beliefs about money, such as money is bad, rich people are unscrupulous and greedy, money doesn't grow on trees, you have to work hard to make money, or others in that vein, your tendency will be to think thoughts that are in alignment with that paradigm. You will think thoughts of lack and limitation, work hard for very little return, maybe feel resentment toward people who have money, and form an idea of scarcity that is then transmitted by the brain and spinal cord to every cell of your body, resulting in stress and anxiety. This is what you will broadcast, and that vibration will attract according to its kind and be reflected on the physical level in your health and in your results as your bank balance and your lifestyle. Our results never lie. They tell the story of our paradigm. So if you're not happy with the results that you're getting in life, you have to change your paradigm at the subconscious level. Until we do that, we're living in bondage. We can never be truly free if a limiting paradigm is running our lives. Now, not all parts of your paradigm are quote-unquote bad. Look at your results to see which parts of your paradigm are harmonious with truth. Perhaps you feel really blessed to have harmonious relationships as a general rule. You feel supported by family and friends, and you find it easy to be loving and generous. You're quick to forgive. This shows you that you have fewer distortions in the area of relationships. 
There are parts of your paradigm that are limiting, contractive, and inhibit your progress in life, and there are parts of your paradigm that are freeing, expansive, and support your growth. We can learn to change our paradigms of limitation by aligning our thoughts with truth. But we're always going to be operating from, from a paradigm because it's our operating system. So you see, there's nothing inherently wrong with a paradigm. The only question is how much good our current paradigm will allow. If you're not living a life you absolutely love, waking up in the morning full of energy, can't wait to start your day, growing every day, it's time to look at the paradigms that are running you and determine that you're going to replace those with paradigms that are based on the laws of life that will set you free. You're going to have to choose the thoughts that you're going to think and then think them consciously. It's not enough to think some new thoughts for a little while and hope it's enough. It's not enough. Realize that you are dissolving years and years of deeply ingrained habits and thoughts. Don't let that discourage you, though. One key can unlock the whole kit and caboodle. Decision. You have to decide. You always have to decide first. And then you study. You gain understanding about how you fit into this creation. You learn about you. You learn to align with the laws of this universe. It's not hard. Anyone who really wants to be free can do it. But study, repetition, and support are absolutely required in order to install a new expansive paradigm at the subconscious level. If you have a burning desire to be free, you should let nothing stand in the way of you understanding yourself. You should spend everything you've got and all of your time learning how to change your paradigm, because once you change it, the change is huge and permanent. You will never look back, and you'll never allow anyone or anything to limit you again. You are an illuminated being of the source. You have literally unlimited potential. Stop begging in the back alleys of your life. When the pandemic started really blowing up for the first time back in March of 2020, I arrived home from a month in France just before the borders closed. I was alone for the first week, and it dawned on me that none of us knew where this was heading. I felt some fear and some uncertainty for about the first 36 hours, and I knew that this situation was bringing up old memories in my body of mass deaths and plague times. I did a very powerful meditation that helped me clear the remains of that trauma. Then I was good to go. Almost immediately, I felt a surge of energy and purpose. I knew I was here exactly at the right time to serve during this crisis. I knew that this was my time to help as many people as I could see the opportunity in these changing times and empower themselves. This is the moment. It's all happening now. I want you to see this as a good thing. Steve Jobs said, we can't connect the dots going forward, only backward. The pandemic is just the beginning of a time of sweeping change in consciousness. The paradigm of humanity is shifting, and our consciousness is ascending. Now, I know that looking around right now, you might argue that there's a lack of evidence for that, but absence of evidence is not evidence of absence. The apparent conflict, turmoil, polarization, and absurdity on the surface are the signs and signals of the change.
This is true on the individual level as well. You see, when we change our own paradigm, we experience discomfort, inner conflict. Sometimes our whole life can turn upside down. We move outside our comfort zone and into the unknown. This is happening to all of us now. But it's worth it. Are you willing to think outside your own box to examine your assumptions and welcome the possibility of something new, something even better than you, than you've ever imagined for yourself, to say yes to a life that answers your longings and dissolves your discontent, to grow and go with the flow, to unlearn your agreement with illusion and relearn a new agreement with truth. Remember, it's impossible to escape from a prison if you don't know you're in one. That's what the paradigm is. It's a prison. But changing your paradigm is the adventure of a lifetime. Here's a practice to open up your mind so that you can see the outlines of the box you've been living in. I call this exercise dusting for paradigms. (laughs) So let yourself have some fun with this. You're going to take a piece of paper and draw two lines down the center of your page so that you end up with three columns. On one side, make a list of everything you want. Okay, so in the first column, make a list of everything you want. Everything. Let your imagination run wild. If you could have anything you wanted, what would you say yes to? Ask yourself, what if anything was possible? What do you really want? What would you love? And don't be shy. If you want a sailboat, write down exactly the sailboat you want. If you'd love to go on a dream vacation, put it on your list. Would you love to attract the love of your life or turn your yearly income into a monthly income, start a foundation, support a cause that's close to your heart in a big way? Give yourself permission to connect with your desires. Now, as you start making your list, notice any voices that come up for you around lack, limitation, or judgment of what you want. What are they saying? You may be told that it's impossible to have something on your list, or that it's selfish, or materialistic, or unrealistic. You may hear excuses and objections. You may experience a feeling of unworthiness to have something that you want. Maybe you feel embarrassed to admit some of the things that you want, like you shouldn't want them. Maybe you say to yourself, you don't really need that. But we're not talking about needs here. We're talking about wants. What would you love to be, do, have, create, and give? The feelings of constriction that come up are the ghost-like outlines of your paradigm. Your paradigm determines how much good you'll allow in your life. So in the second column, write down what the paradigm is saying to you about what you are allowed to have and the objections, the judgments, the doubts, or any other feelings that come up around the things on your list. You'll start to get a picture of the boundaries of your current paradigm. For each limiting belief your paradigm has expressed, in the third column, write down an empowering affirmation for truth. For example, if you would really love to have a beautiful cottage on a lake, and your paradigm said, you'll never be able to afford that. It's irresponsible. Your, your affirmation could be, I am an unlimited being connected to an infinite source of supply. Anything I can imagine in my mind is already in the field of my potential. Because that's the truth. 
Or let's say you'd love to start your own business, growing orchids, but your paradigm says you can't give up the security of your current job. It's irresponsible to put everything at risk. Your affirmation could be, the only true security is within me. The infinite power which inspired me with this idea knows how to bring it about. I'm swimming in a sea of abundance, and I'm provided for at every moment. So then go back and look at the list of your desires and read the affirmations you wrote. Skip over your paradigm. In fact, you can just cross each one out. Really believe that you can have anything you're willing to get into vibrational harmony with. You see, if you pay attention to what your paradigm is saying, if you believe it, you'll stay in that vibration of limitation indefinitely. Becoming fluent in the secret language of spirit. Well, it really is like learning a new language. As I've been saying, mastery is all about repetition, immersion, and support. Changing your life is not rocket science. It is achievable by anyone who can follow direction. And if you are really interested in living a life of true freedom, I have an opportunity for you. You're going to want to listen to carefully. Would you love the chance to join me and a group of like-minded people who are passionate about creating the freedom and the life that they deserve? Well, you can. My next group coaching program begins in January. I wanted to tell you about it. I would love to have you in it. You're going to learn a reliable, repeatable, scientific formula that makes your success predictable. Once you understand this simple formula and how to apply it to your life, well, you can expect a few things to happen. Wealth and good luck will begin to flow more easily and more abundantly into your life. And you'll find that the universe begins to provide all of your needs and more of your wants as well. All the areas of your life, your health, relationships, vocation, time and money, freedom, and your attitude will become ignited with a passion that you've never experienced before. You'll experience a greater feeling of control and predictability over your finances, your circumstances, and your destiny. You're going to start learning to think in a way that produces the results you want. And your most predominant worries, the things that keep you up at night, will become a thing of the past. So if you're ready to create the life you really want, get ready for a life-changing experience. Space is limited, so reserve your spot to join me and a group of like-minded people who are passionate about creating true freedom. I know you want to live the life that you were put on this earth to live. Your heart's most cherished dreams are exactly what spirit is seeking to express through you. Don't just wish it anymore. Become it. I'm here to help you do just that. And I'm holding the image that you'll join us in January. There's a link that can tell you more about it in the show notes. Click on that to learn more. Meanwhile, walk in grace. Thank you for joining me in the grace space, where you're always in the right place. If you love this podcast, I invite you to subscribe to it and submit a review if you feel called to do so. Also, be sure to sign up for my newsletter right here. 
I look forward to spending this time with you again next week. Meanwhile, I send you love and blessings. Bye for now.